Pues a gente que pasó, me llamo Pelón, I'm your host. Some people know me as Steve Garcia. You are tuned in to the Chicano Podcast. This is being brought to you by Chocast. This is being brought to you by Chicano. And, um, man, um, I got a lot going on in my mind right now. And, um, sometimes it's hard to, um, get psyched up, uh, you know, for these podcasts. Um, I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm trying to live in this world and the society is like, you know, we sometimes have to just blank ourselves out as Chicanos. Uh, we have to uh, pretend like we live in this facade, like this uh, imaginary world that is not um, full of racism, hate, inequality, and um, yeah, there's there's a lot of that that um, I wish I had more time um, to dig, um, but outside of my, you know, regular life, my regular job that I've been real wrapped up into lately and busy, it, it's hard, it's hard uh, to, like I said, read, and sometimes you got to just get pissed off, man. I think that's one of the main reasons our gente, honestly, I think we um, have seen that with our parents. You know, our parents don't want us to live that way. Uh, it's almost like a like a hate that that just um, bugs you all the time, so you want to forget about it. Some people do drugs. Some people smoke weed uh, because their life is so fucked up. But um, the reason that I'm starting this episode this way is because there's a lot of people that are uh, living a lot worse than us. And um, they have a lot in common with us, actually. Um, Right now, what's trending is the Palestinian conflict. Um, There is a lot of issues right now with the world and um, a lot of rich people. You know, some would say the richest eight people uh, or these guys uh, have more money than half of the world. And, um, you know, they're a big part of this uh, military-industrial complex that is a big part of this Palestinian conflict. And the only reason that I'm interested in it is because I think that it parallels a lot. There's a lot of symmetry um, involved in not only understanding what this means for disenfranchised people, i.e. the Native Americans, i.e. Mexicanos, i.e. 
Chicanos. I know some of you wrongfully use terms, um, but, you know, for description's sake, we use them. Indians, you know, native indigenous people that call themselves Latino or Hispanic or whatever. You have a big part of um, South America and a big part of North America um, that's all um, considered a continent. Our um, ancestors called it Samanawak. And um, all of these people, you know, hundreds of tribes, some would say 500, some would say more. Different uh, languages. Um, Some of them Uto Aztecan. Um, Some of them, you know, were rooted in the same uh, language, like um, Latin. Um, it's kind of like a uh, basis for uh, English and French and Spanish uh, languages all come from, uh, you know, somewhere. And um, a lot of our people, like for instance, um, you know, centuries ago we had the Olmec and many different tribes branched over all of those years into different tribes and moved to different regions and became, uh, you know, different um, as far as dialect. Um, But they still had the same DNA or blood. And, um, you know, the point I'm trying to make is, is we're all divided, but we should be unified. And we're going through the same problems as the people in Palestine. We've seen a lot of the same problems as the people in Palestine. And it's, it's, it's truly uh, saddening to me because I see them getting bombed on. I see their schools. I see their hospitals. Hell, they just bombed Al Jazeera. Everybody knows Al Jazeera. They're bombing their media communication so they can't convey to the world what's really happening. The pictures and the cameras are how we caught the police. Because, you know, hey, the police were there to protect us, right? The police were there doing their job. Um, You know, that's what was said. Until we started, you know, catching them on camera. You know, Mexicanos knew what the cops were doing. Black people knew what the cops were doing. But white America didn't really know what the cops were doing and if they did know they didn't care because it didn't affect them and it keeps the power in the place that makes them the benefactor of this privilege and of these benefits that the elite or the chosen few have We all know who owns the land, but we also hear that this is a free country. Anybody can make it, yet there is a disparaging amount of inequality uh, when it comes to health care, when it comes to education, when it comes to our children graduating with college degrees and their children graduating with college degrees. How many people do you know have college degrees but can't get a job? But those same college degrees in other families, because they're connected or because they know somebody 
that can say that they have experience or say that they're a good person or give them a reference or a recommendation. Hell, there were people in Hollywood that got convicted of this type of, um, you know, it's like a good old boy system, you know. And that's one thing Chicanos need to wake up. You know, as 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 people were so colonized that we're becoming just as just just as racist, if not more racist, than the people that have taught us racism. Before there was racism, and um, before there was. Um, uh, the colonial construct, you know, 500 years ago in the Americas, there was no racism. And what's happening now is, you know, this neoliberal attitude of wanting to become, uh, you know, I guess this morphed uh, person, uh, this uh, thing that you're not, this Latino, this Hispanic, or this romanticized European uh, because of the one drop rule that works in reverse, uh, you know, for uh, the, 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 the sake of being uh, something that you're not again. It's, it's got people believing that, you know, we need to be divided. And this is part of the propaganda. This is part of the hegemony. This is part of the media. And that's what they're going after right now. It's a big deal. When you look at the military-industrial complex, it's a big part of um, all these weapons that are being sold and bought and put into the hands of the people that they want terminated, that they want um, extinguished, that they want killed. It is ethnic cleansing. It is genocide. It's the same thing they did in the Iran-Contra war when the CIA was basically selling drugs or helping, uh, you know, the sale of arms to our people, you know, because all of that cocaine and all of that spreading of drugs throughout, uh, you know, that region it only causes violence amongst our people. It causes murder. It causes, you know, who's the kingpin? Who's, you know, fighting for the top-notch drug cartel? Who's in charge? Who's got control of this territory or that uh, part of the drug facet? You know, um, there's 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 a lot of uh, weapons that are being made by huge uh, companies. You know, and these huge companies that are making these drones, that are making uh, these uh, AK-47s or these um, AR-15s or whatever they're equipped with, you know, these missile guidance systems, uh, you know, that Halliburton or Lockheed Martin or BAE systems, there are like trillions of dollars in contracts that are given by the superpowers of the United States, of uh, the British, um, the um, Israelis are buying all of these weapons. And sometimes they put these weapons into the hands 
of people that are going to turn around and kill each other or kill other people for the resources or the money that they control. They can pawn us anytime they want to. And we need to start opening our eyes because, I mean, some of these companies don't simply make, um, you know, bullets. They make things for our houses. They make things for our cars. Hell, Elon Musk said the other day, and I mean, I know a lot of people out there suck a lot of Elon Elon Musk um, cock. Uh, you know, that dude is a bad dude. You know? He, uh, he said, I can coup anyone I want. If you do your research on, you know, the Bolivia coup, uh, you know, that um, him and the U.S., uh, you know, we're a part of, you'll be, you know, you don't got to take my word for it. This is no conspiracy. These are things that he came out of his mouth, you know, and it's sad that you have all these people, uh, you know, like even Bill Clinton in 1998, uh, you know, did a lot of things, uh, you know, in the, uh, regions of, uh, Palestine, you know, Obama dropped like 26,000 bombs, I think, in like 2016. Uh, you know, this, so this, 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 this idea of terrorism, you know, through the media and this occupation of land and um, this ethnic cleansing, you know, when you're killing all these little kids, when you're bombing Al Jazeera hospitals, schools, and you got all these weapons, you know, in the millions or billions or trillions of dollars you know, being bought, I mean, hell, they say that, uh, the United States has one of the biggest, uh, militaries budget-wise than the next seven militaries in back of it combined. I mean, this is a forever war. I mean, there is no way anybody is, uh, you know, gonna be able to, um, you know, not comply with the United States. And if the United States wants to make war, they'll make war. And they'll get rich doing it because they're going to offer contracts. It's going to help, uh, you know, the capitalism. But at the same time, that capitalism is going to kill the ethnic minorities or the ethnic people that are becoming the majority. And that's what they're scared of. That that white fragility of um, becoming a minority but trying to hold on to that power in the white, you know. It's called the White House for a reason, you know. They don't allow us in there. There is no representation um, equally amongst blacks. Native Americans, come on. Indigenous people. There's no Chicanos in there. That's the last thing they would let. They'd be more threatened by um, a Mexican-American male Chicano that wasn't a sellout. You don't see that. That's why you don't see it in Hollywood either. Um, But, you know, the Iran, the Iraq war was a cash cow as well. You know, all of this is a big arms trade. You know, I mean, hundreds of thousands of people were killed in the Iran-Iraq war, if not millions. And you can look all of this up. The Gulf War was a big cash cow for the arms trade. You know, in 2003, 
the the Iraq war, the Gulf war, the you know ISIS, you know, these people are monsters, you know. They have always put that on TV and in media, and that's what I'm really trying to um, describe here and paint a picture. Is that ever since we were younger, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if you've been following the news, they always paint the picture that these guys are terrorists. If given the opportunity, if we don't do what um, they want us to do as Chicanos or Mexicanos or Native Americans or indigenous, they would paint us in the same negative light. Um, as a matter of fact, I think that uh, some of these politicians like uh, Trump even said it that, you know, in all those caravans when, um, you know, the people were just trying to, you know, uh, find refuge because there were refugees coming from a fucked up country, uh, you know, that was all messed up because all these, uh, you know, people are, you know, putting coups on it and, you know, uh, destabilizing all their governments. You know, all these rich capitalists are screwing up all their resources and putting the guns in the hands of all these uh, rapists and all, all this stuff is going on. They're creating these drug cartels. So these people want to leave now that, you know, all these rich capitalists are in there, uh, you know, under the guise of democracy and capitalism. They're screwing up these countries. So these people are trying to come across borders, trying to come to the United States, get a better life. And Trump is in there saying that terrorists are mixed into these caravans. So he's already putting our people mixed with their people. That's what they do. It's like a trick. And, um, you know, the Iran crisis. This is just, you know, another cash cow in this arms trade. And I think that um, Chicanos need to open their eyes and look at this very closely and look at the uh, parallels, um, the closely drawn similarities that their struggle is so, um, it's, 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 it's not, it's not unprecedented. It's not unprecedented. You know, there's, it's happened before and it's happened to us. But we try to forget about it or we don't want to dig or we don't want to know about it. And that's kind of how I open this episode is that sometimes you got to want to know. Sometimes it's hard because they don't teach us this stuff in school. You know, you got to look, you know, what is the Gulf War? What is the Iran, Iraq War? What is, uh, you know, the, the Iraq War? What is, uh, you know, the... Um, the, the Iran-Contra, you know, what's this cocaine and the CIA and, you know, you just got to dig, you know, who's BAE Systems, who's Halliburton, who's Lockheed Martin, how is there a military industrial complex, how much money are we talking about, billions, trillions, you know, they say the root of all evil is money, you know, so like I said, there's so many parallels, there's so many connections, there's, um, it's a land grab, guys. You know, what are they doing? They're stealing the land. They're occupying the land. And they're killing for it. And it doesn't matter who they kill for it. And they're going to continue to do this to not just Palestinians. The Native Americans. They want to... Like, they they, they basically want the Native Americans 
to just disappear off the face of the earth because they'll still have the claim to the land as long as they're alive. And the United States will never apologize. They will never apologize. And this conflict has been going on for so long because they agree with what's going on. The white supremacy, the supreme ideology of, um, you know, a manifesto or a manifest destiny that is it is our inherent right through God or uh, through religion that we are the chosen people. So we have the right. This is in their mind. We have the right to kill them. We have the right to change their names like they did with the blacks, the Native Americans. They're heathens. They're blood sacrificers. They're blood letters. They're cannibals. The worst things they could think, perpetuate, and say. Even though, when you look at communion, it's pretty much the same in all religions. When they're saying, drink my blood, eat my flesh. Here's the bread. Here's the wine. My flesh of my flesh. You know, these are all parallels in religion. To say that your religion is right and somebody's is wrong is just ridiculous. And to fight over it is even more ridiculous. Because it's unfair. It doesn't give the other person a chance to live because you don't agree with them. And that's what we're doing. We're being biased. That's the problem with religion. It's a big problem when you allow that into politics or into your decision making because it makes you prejudice. And when you're prejudiced against people, you are in fact a racist. And I don't promote none of that here. And I think that it's a lower level of thinking. I've always been somebody that just wants to challenge the thought process, the idea, find answers, and through finding those answers or dialogue with people, sometimes we come to better conclusions. And um, like I said earlier, I just think that it's important that you know we look at this situation in Palestine that we take notice and if it does as a human bother you it should and um, find out what Zionism is and look how that displacement of people over land leads to genocide and ethnic cleansing because if they'll do it to them they'll do it to us I made a meme the other day that says, hey, you know what? If that can happen over there, it can happen over here. But that was kind of like, an, an, you know, a little bit of irony, you know, because it did happen here already. It's been happening for the past 500 years. All of the Native Americans have had some type of trail of tears, you know? I'm not sure whether to call this episode Trail of Tears, Forever War, Ethnic Cleansing, Terrorism, Occupation, 
I mean, fuck. Al Jazeera, their main building went down. That's crazy. Because that right there, that should tell you what the world is coming to. Nobody can say what they want to say. People are being censored. That is one of the biggest problems, I think, that America and the world, especially America, because, you know, we're, 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 we're the worst about lying, um, you know, about freedom and democracy and, you know, the right to free speech. And um, for all you people that, you know, say um, that, you know, Somebody that says this is a Trumpster or somebody that says that is um, a um, a Democrat. You're all fucked up anyways, because I don't care if you're a Democrat or if you're a Republican. This government is not for Native Americans or blacks. Where's your 40 acres in a mule? Where's your land? Where's your inequality? You know where your inequality's at, but you ain't got no land and you ain't got no mule. And most of us don't have land. We don't have equity. You might be able to make a little bit of money, but we go out and spend it. You know, we're in this consumption mode, this capitalist mode. Um, You know, this shit on TV, buy, 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 and everything's getting so expensive. That the only true uh, wealth is going to be amongst those privileged, those elite, those people that have the um, idealisms of the founding fathers, the ones that look like them, their lineage. All of this stuff was written in the uh, Declaration of Independence and, you know, the founding fathers put this into the Constitution, uh, you know, when they were talking about two thirds of a man and, you know, black people not being able to vote. All, all, all of these ideals are there, you know, you just got to look when, you know, when you do a credit analysis, like if you're a banker or if you're applying for a loan, how do they how do they um, how do they give you a loan? They look at the history. Your credit is your history. They look at your history, what you've done, how you've paid your bills, how you didn't pay your bills. You know, how has America paid their bills? They paid their bills through slavery and killing people. How did they get their land? They stole it by killing people, real people. Native Americans, children, women, men, all had a different price on their heads as far as bounties. They would pay. Even in um, California, uh, when they were clearing uh, the lands for the 49ers uh, to, uh, you know, mine gold. Hell, they cleared uh, lands on uh, Dodger Stadium. There were three communities that used to live there, you know. This was recent. You know, in this, uh, you know, in this, in, 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 in this century, you know, this past century, people's great, great grandparents were old enough to be a part of those communities. You know, they did that to people for land, 
for money, for wealth, for this, you know, just, I don't know. I, um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about this uh, particular uh, situation because um, I feel that everybody needs to look into it. And, um, you know, I don't know everything um, about this situation. Um, however, um, it interests me a lot uh, because I do think that the Israeli government or the you know government of Israel has been doing a lot of shady shit for a long time. And I think that it does, um, I think, I think that it does in ways, uh, set a precedent. If, if, if we say that that's okay, then we also acknowledge that it's okay to have stolen all this land from all the people that have ancestral ties to this land, you know, including everything that is in your sangre as an indigenous person or as a uh, Mexica lineage from the Olmecs or the Inca or uh, the Pirpeca or the uh, Navajo or the Apache. You know, a lot of us have blood from just those tribes and there's many more, you know. And I just challenge everybody uh, to look into that. Um, last note, we're going to be starting a book club. Um, I was a little hesitant to put this um, on the podcast, but um, you can send me a um, you can send me your email address um, to Chicano Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to be a part of the book club that we're going to be starting, um, the book that we're going to read is going to be um, this coming Monday on the 24th. Um, looks like we're going to be doing it at 7 to 9 p.m. on uh, Pacific Standard Time. Occupied America, uh, the ninth edition uh, from... Rudy Acuna. Um, we're going to be reading this book over Zoom. Um, if you're on Facebook, go to uh, Chicano Book Club. It's a public group. Um, however, I'll still need your email address to send you a link or a code uh, to uh, be a part of this reading um, if you'd like. I'm trying to basically, um, like I said, in, invoke or provocate uh, thought, and I want to hear other people's opinions. Um, I want to better get connected with other Chicanos in the country. Um, I do eventually want to grow this podcast um, to as big as possible, um, and one day do it, um, you know, exclusively. I want this to be my job one day. Um, you know, I want to pour my heart into uh, my people and my gente, one day and that's all I do. Um, but I, I know that that's going to take getting better connected. And one day maybe we'll have our own social media platform. I want to be a part of that. And um, that vision uh, for connecting our people is something that um, inherently I know is going to happen. Um, whether it be me or some group or some 
person that I'm connected with, I'll be all the more happier uh, to just, you know, humbly be a part of it. But one day we need to see that become a reality because there are just uh, too many people in the dark and there are too many big companies that don't want to see us united. They do not want to see us uh, sharing our narratives and our dialogues, and um, that needs to change. Um, it's just like what's happening now, the division, the division, the division. It's like a razor blade. It's like a razor blade. It cuts right through us. And um, we all know. But um, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this episode up. appreciate you being part of the listenership. And um, I hope that uh, you continue to have these dialogues and these narratives um, outside um, of simply listening to the podcast. Because I think they're important for our people to start waking the fuck up. Our people's giant needs to start moving around together. We're asleep because we're not talking about these kind of issues. These political issues are real. And they're the keys to our unity and putting together solutions um, for our real equity, our strength, and our power. But like I said, man, I appreciate it. Um, Women... Men, children, whoever's out there listening, I appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you on the rebound. Peace.